Hi, welcome to... Tradition! And welcome to episode 8 of Traditions. Here's a little hint about where we'll visit in this episode. Before I go on, I hope you'll make allowances for my German pronunciation. I struggled long and hard with many of the Hebrew words we encountered visiting Jewish traditions. German pronunciation presents its own unique challenges for us Yankees. Fortunately, a lot of the grammar is similar between English and German. That said, I recently officiated a wedding for a delightful couple who've deep roots in Germany. Being of German descent myself, it was fun meeting and talking with them about the customs and traditions of Der Vaterland. And in episode 7, we talked about how the Irish like to party. Well, <laughs> it's a horse race between the Irish and the Germans. German wedding celebrations can last several days and include a wealth of rituals and customs that will make marriage memorable for any couple of Teutonic heritage. Truth be told, preparations for a German girl's wedding historically begin at the time she's born. Traditionally, when a baby girl's born, the parents, and eventually the little girl herself, will save pennies used to buy her future wedding shoes. This tradition's meant to ensure that the marriage will start off on the right foot. On the day of the wedding, the bride's mother puts dill in her daughter's right shoe for good luck. Furthermore, also shortly following her birth, several trees are planted in honor of the birth. When the daughter's date wedding date is set, the trees are sold and the money's used for her dowry. An important fact to remember is that the German population is heavily influenced by Catholicism. So many of the traditions and rituals that we'll talk about arise from the church. When the time comes for the young woman to be married, the Haxetlada, a custom of Bavarian origin, has the honor of inviting the guests to the wedding. Rather than mail out invitations, the Haxetlada is sent around to personally invite each guest to the wedding. He dresses in fancy attire adorned with ribbons and flowers. As the official inviter, he goes around the village from door to door, extending a personal rhyming invitation to all on the guest list. The way the guests accept the invitation is to pin one of the ribbons from the Haxatlada's attire onto his hat. Then they are to invite him into their homes to share a drink or two. <laughs> when the guest list is long, this ritual can take a couple days to complete. 
in Herr Huxenlader better have a strong stomach and a high tolerance for alcohol. Uh, but then he is German. Another tradition, very similar to those of many cultures around the world, is the, let's see if I can pronounce this right, Jungsenlab Abschied. Jungsenlab Okay. Anyway, it's the bachelor party <laughs> in which the groom and his friends hit the pubs for a last bash before he gets married. One of the requirements of the groom-to-be is that along the party-hopping way, he must sell things like shots or condoms to people that he meets on the street, you know, carried about on a little tray. This sounds like another high-tolerance activity, especially for the bride-to-be. Uh, due to an old German law, the application for the marriage license usually must be hung out at a public building for at least one week so the general public is informed of the pending nuptials. Non-residents can make other arrangements through an international registry office. Sounds akin to the Catholic tradition of publishing wedding bans for three weeks prior to the marriage. If you're to be married in Germany but are not German, it's imperative that you become familiar with German wedding laws. Some of the more important points are summarized at the end of this show's transcript that can be found on our sponsor's website. That is www.your-special-day.net forward slash traditions. As in much of Europe, a German religious officiant cannot legally marry two people. The official state sanction service must be performed by a justice of the peace, called a standesbemata. The civil ceremony, which makes the union legal, is performed in the town's registry office. This is usually a small ceremony attended only by the bride and groom with their immediate family and perhaps closest friends. The bridal couple will dress well, but simply. It's usual for the bride to wear a simple dress to her civil ceremony, although if a larger church wedding will follow, she may opt to wear a white wedding gown. At the conclusion of the civil ceremony, the newlyweds and their witnesses often share a meal together. But this is just the first round of celebration and merriment. As I said earlier, German weddings traditionally last several days and involve lots of fun and games for all. If not immediately, within a few days of the civil ceremony, most couples will have a large church wedding with a reception to follow. German tradition is not without its share of rituals warding off evil spirits. The next step is the Proterabend, literally meaning Eve of Making a Racket. Many of the wedding customs which we've discussed involve making noise to scare away evil spirits. In Germany, one way this is achieved is during the Polterabend. The night before the church wedding, the bride and groom have an informal gathering with their friends, family, and neighbors. China dishes are smashed to bits with the idea that it'll bring good luck to the bride and groom. It's important to note that only china and porcelain are used, never glass. Breaking glass is considered bad luck. 
The breaking of the china during the polteroben also symbolizes that while some dishes may break, the marriage never will. Once the smashing is over, the bride and groom work together to clear away the shards, which signifies how well they'll work together as a team during their marriage. In many ways, church weddings commonly following the civil, uh, small civil ceremony are similar to American church weddings, but with some clear distinctions. One main difference is that the bride and groom process up the aisle together. They're already officially married at this point, so it really wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for the bride's father to give her away to the groom. Plus, there are usually no bridesmaids or groomsmen processing down the aisle in a German ceremony, although some couples may opt to have a flower girl who will wear a pretty dress and a wreath of flowers. And be prepared for this religious ceremony to last for an hour or more, including sermons, singing, and a nuptial mass if the couple is Catholic. Another variation involves the wedding party. While Americans generally have a whole gaggle of groomsmen and bridesmaids to escort the happy pair along the procession, Germans tend to have just one trusted person each. The Tausriga, or wedding witness, has an important role throughout the process. This is usually a close friend or relative, and they might do things like plan the bachelor stag or help kidnap the bride. Uh, more on that later. On her wedding day, a typical German bride will often wear a white heirloom gown, or one from an older sister or her mother, but long trains are rare. Ballroom-style wedding gowns without trains are quite popular. The over-the-top fairy princess style sought by so many American brides is just not the norm in Germany. Fingertip veils are the most common length, although floor-length veils are sometimes worn by Catholic brides. If the bride does choose to wear a veil, she'll keep it on at least through the first dance at the reception following the ceremony. In lieu of a veil, she may elect to wear an elaborate wedding crown constructed of wire, tinsel, artificial flowers, pearls, ribbon, and pins. It's kind of reminiscent of the hairstyles of Irish brides. And it's considered bad luck to try on someone else's crown, or take her own off before midnight, when it's replaced by a bonnet. Grooms traditionally wear black suits or tuxedos. Pretty simple there. We'll talk some more about German wedding customs right after this word from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Your Special Day, a non-denominational wedding officiant service located in Palm Harbor, Florida. Your Special Day offers small, intimate weddings where the ceremony is crafted especially for you and approved by you well in advance of your day. Eloping? Destination wedding? No time to plan? Florida is renowned for its beautiful beaches, and waterfront ceremonies are common all up and down the coast. But special county permits apply. We're familiar with the regulations and happy to help. Bring us your dreams. We'll help make them reality. From custom-written ceremonies to writing your own vows, we're here to make your special day truly special indeed. Visit our website 
at www.your-special-day.net or call 727-533-5433 today for more information about our service, pricing, and availability. Call 727-533-5433. Call now. Okay, now the bills are paid, back to our discussion of German traditions. Popular flowers for the bride's bouquet are roses, orchids, and lilies of the valley. May is an especially favored month for German weddings, which also happens to be the time when lilies of the valley are in season. The bride might also carry a long length of white ribbon with her bouquet which serves a special purpose after the ceremony. We'll talk about that later. Most brides carry a little drawstring purse down the aisle, and many also wear gloves. It's customary for a German bride to carry a little salt and bread in that purse, which is intended to bring a good harvest. The groom then carries a bit of grain to bring good luck and wealth. Superstition reigns supreme, and after all, remember, America is, relatively speaking, still in its infancy when compared to the millennial history of Europe, most of that history being heavily agrarian. Something very different about German courtship is that when a couple becomes engaged, the woman does not wear a diamond engagement ring. The newlyweds wear matching simple wedding bands once wed, and they're worn on the right hand not the left. Another entertaining wedding custom is a little game which takes place between the bride and groom on the altar. At some point during the church service, when the couple is kneeling, the groom will intentionally kneel on the bride's gown as a funny way of indicating that he will wear the pants in the marriage. Uh, before anyone takes offense at this, you need to know what comes next. When the couple is instructed to stand up again, the bride will take care to purposely step on the groom's foot to let it be known that she'll hold the upper hand. As the newlyweds exit the church, they may find their path blocked by ribbons strung across the door. The groom is expected to ransom their way free by promising a party to the door blockers. Something else to watch for right at the end of the church ceremony is the hmm, Baumstammzeigen. Oh, okay. Where a log is set out on sawhorses in front of this church. The bride and groom are required to saw through the log together as an example of their teamwork. How well they work together to complete the task is supposed to be a sign of how well they will work together at other chores during the marriage. These days, it's possible to purchase logs specifically prepared for wedding sawing. You wonder how many times they have to prove that they're going to work well together. In an ancient custom of many cultures, as the newlyweds head down the steps of the church, they'll be showered with rice, symbolizing fertility. Legend has it that every grain of rice that sticks in the bride's hair represents a future child. Oh my. Once the log is sawed and the rice is tossed, it's time for the newlyweds to make their way to the reception. 
As the couple walks to their car after the ceremony, their path is laid with fir boughs to symbolize hope, luck, and fertility. The car or carriage is decorated with beautiful flowers, and the white ribbon that the bride carried in church is cut into lengths and distributed to the wedding guests. They then tie the piece of ribbon to the antenna of their car before heading off to the reception with a flurry of happy honks. Remember how wedding customs involving lots of noise are intended to drive off evil spirits and bring good fortune. This is the modern variation. Cars passing by will honk back for good luck. Again, German wedding receptions are all-night parties. The party begins with a cocktail hour, during which cakes, coffee, and torts are served while the newlyweds have their pictures taken. A German bride stays in her wedding dress all day, not for only just a few hours, as often happens in America. Next comes the wedding dance, or Hochzeitanz, which is traditionally a waltz. Then the bride will dance with her father and the groom with his mother. Later, the party will have their formal dinner. A traditional dish is the Hatzegzupa, or wedding soup, which is made of beef, dumplings, and vegetables. Of course, the beer and wine flow freely all night long. German bride will toss her bouquet to single women during the party, but another, more German tradition is the Skeilertanz, or veil dance. This involves taking the bride's veil and having the couple dance under it. When the music ends, single women will try to rip off pieces from it, and whomever gets the biggest piece is said to be the next to marry. Another variation has people throwing money into the veil while the couple dances, buying themselves a dance with one of the newlyweds. Sounds a little like the American dollar dance, doesn't it? A third alternative involves the bridegroom, best man, and bridesmaids dancing around the blindfolded bride. She must catch a bridesmaid the next to marry. Married women then tied the bridal bonnet on this maid, who must dance with the bridegroom's male relatives around three lit candles on the floor. As in American weddings, German couples will have a special cake at their reception, which they cut together, usually at midnight. It's said that whomever has their hand on top during the slicing is the one who wears the pants in the relationship. Knowing this, the couple may end up playfully fighting over their hand position, as if the horseplay during the marriage ceremony didn't settle the matter. I once heard a story about another way to resolve that question, but <laughs> that's a story for another time and place. The traditional German wedding cake is a rich nut or sponge cake soaked in liqueur or syrup, filled with jam, marzipan, or nougat, and frosted in fondant or ganache. This is a much richer cake than the classic white cake found in America. Something else quite different is that German wedding cakes are not made in fanciful colors to match the wedding decorations. Artificial colors are considered very tacky on a wedding cake in Germany. Another option is to serve Baumkuchen, also known as the king of cakes. 
This is a very special dessert that's difficult to make, which is why it's reserved for special occasions. The baker creates perfectly round cake rings by baking them on a rotisserie before layering the frosting and confection. The Baumkuchen is sometimes called a tree cake because the layers of golden rings look like a tree when it's cut. Toasting and speeches are started by the fathers of the bride and groom. At some weddings, the happy couple will share a toast from a bridal cup called the Brautbezer. This is a special crystal or pewter cup made in the form of a maiden holding a cup over her head. The cup is on a hinge so it can swivel, and the maiden's skirt is also a cup to hold wine or champagne. In a game called, you got it, Who Rules the Nest, the bride and groom simultaneously drink from the brockbecher, the bride from the cup and the groom from the skirt. The idea of the game is that whomever finishes the drink first will rule the nest. Typically, the bride wins as her cup is smaller. It's also another good example of teamwork. It's not so easy for two people to drink cooperatively from the cup at the same time without spilling. Will this contest never end? Pranks and games abound at a German wedding. One that may take place during the reception includes the bride being kidnapped by some of the guests and spirited away to a nearby pub. This mostly takes place only in small village weddings. The groom is then required to go and find his new wife, and when he does, he must pay the accumulated bar tab of the kidnappers to procure her freedom. But one handicap for the kidnappers, they can't forget the bridal bouquet when they take away the bride. Otherwise, the groom can release the bride from her captivity with the bouquet, <laughs> and the best man gets stuck with the tab. Some of the couple's same mischievous friends may also do things to their bridal suite. Many German newlyweds arrive at their honeymoon suite after dancing away the night, only to find the bed has been dismantled, the room filled with balloons, or many alarm clocks are hidden around the room. After recovering from the excitement of the wedding, most German newlyweds will head off on a honeymoon for a week or two to unwind and celebrate their new marriage. And remember, we talked about the derivation of the honeymoon when we discussed toasting with mead at an Irish wedding. And that whirlwind rendition sums up the marriage celebration in Germany. In a moment, I'll give you the information about how you can comment on this or any past episode of Traditions. Thanks for being with us for this eighth episode of Traditions. And that's Traditions for today, sponsored by Your Special Day, a non-denominational wedding officiant service based in Palm Harbor, Florida. For more information about Your Special Day, visit the website at www.your-special dash day dot net i invite your thoughts and comments on today's show or any show from the past or what you might suggest for the future email your comments and suggestions to feedback at your special day com 
Again, that's feedback at yourspecialday2.com. I also encourage you to subscribe to this and all future episodes by clicking on the subscribe button where you launched this podcast. I'm Tom Hirsch. Stay happy. Stay healthy. Stay tuned. Today's show is brought to you by Your Special Day, a non-denominational wedding officiant service located in Palm Harbor, Florida. Your Special Day offers small, intimate weddings where the ceremony is crafted especially for you and approved by you well in advance of your day. Eloping? Destination wedding? No time to plan? Florida is renowned for its beautiful beaches and waterfront ceremonies are common all up and down the coast, but special county permits apply. We're familiar with the regulations and happy to help. Bring us your dreams. We'll help make them reality. From custom-written ceremonies to writing your own vows, we're here to make your special day truly special indeed. Visit our website at www.your-special-day.net or call 727-533-5433 today for more information about our service, pricing, and availability. Call 727-533-5433. Call now.